you get excited about the intros now because I've started doing this? Probably not. But welcome to the Out of Office podcast. This is the podcast for people who want to go freelance or are already doing it. My name is Fiona Thomas. I am your podcast host and I'm also the author of the book Out of Office. I know you're thinking, what the hell? I've been listening to this podcast for months and never realised that Fiona also had a book. I'm joking. I'm sure you're well aware. So, how's it going? Today, I thought that we could have a little chit-chat about how to grow your online platform. Because I know that... Well, people tend to be in two camps. Either that having an online platform and having lots of followers and having lots of numbers attached to your self or your brand online is really important and then there's another camp of people who say don't have time for it can't be bothered with it I'm not doing it (laughs) and I kind of relate with both because on one hand I'm like god it would be nice to not have to engage with social media But also I feel really, really grateful for everything that social media gives me. And I think I would feel pretty lost and disconnected without it. So I just wanted to talk a little bit about how you can grow your online platform. Because I really do think it is a great way to basically have a bit of control over how you reach people. Because you, yeah, there's a whole other story about the fact that you don't own your social media you don't necessarily own your instagram platform or your twitter handle that could all be deleted at any point but whilst they still exist you are in control a bit about what you actually post on there so you can use it as a way to connect with people show people what you get up to and there's no denying that it is the fastest way and the most convenient way to get the word out about what it is you do and what freelance services you provide for people. So having a freelance platform can, or sorry, ha- sorry having an um, online platform basically can raise you up. So we call it a platform because it is literally like you're standing on a raised platform. The bigger your platform, the higher you are and the more visible you become to the people who are standing watching you. So the idea is that you continually build your platform, you speak to more people and you will get more work. It certainly certainly worked that way for me. So I'm a big fan of putting in the work and the consistency to build an online platform because it means when you go to sell things and launch new services that you're already speaking to people who know a bit about you, they know your background and they're interested in what it is you have to say. So you're kind of creating an audience it's not a random audience it's an audience of people who know you and like you and when you go to sell stuff they're they're probably going to buy it because they like you and they know that they can trust you so i did an episode last year which was about um, how to pick the platform that's best for you because obviously out there there are quite a few platforms there's twitter instagram linkedin facebook tiktok youtube so there's 
quite a few different things to pick from. <laughs> so which which one do you use? So there's an episode all about that that you can listen to, but I would say find the platform that you enjoy using for a start and find the platform that um, your audience, like your dream clients are using. So if, I don't know if mums use Twitter, if they don't use Twitter and your dream client is a mum, is that the place that you should be putting all your time and energy into? That's up to you to decide because only you know your business and only you know your dream client. So definitely have a listen to that episode. It'll give you a bit more information about which platform might work best for you. But with regards to how to grow your audience, the first thing you need to do is make sure that you are creating good content. So um, a really good tip is to create content that stirs up an emotion. So it doesn't mean that we have to make everybody cry with the content that we post, but the worst thing you could do is post something that basically somebody has zero reaction to. They don't care about it. It's not interesting. They scroll past it. You are aiming to kind of stop them from scrolling to engage with whatever it is you're posting. So that's why cute dog videos are so successful <laughs> because they induce an emotion in us. We go, oh my God, here's a perpy and he's got a tiny nose and he's wearing a little jacket and he's jumping up and down. That's the emotion that I, that makes me stop basically. Is, is it cute? Does it have four legs? Can I boop its snoot? Um, so cute is one way to go. Um, you can also create funny content. That's something that I like to do. I love to do a meme. Um, I also love to just share pictures of myself doing stupid stuff. I do that a lot on my stories. Uh, I like to make people laugh. That's, you wouldn't think that it's necessarily a skill you'd look for in a in a writer, but it just comes naturally to me. So I like to create funny content. And I also like to evoke the emotion of relatability. Like I like people to look at what I post and go, oh, that's like me. Like I like people to feel seen. So I like to talk about things that sometimes other brands or people might shy away from for whatever reasons, totally. That's up to them. They don't want to talk about mental health but I feel that there's a space for me to talk about mental health on the internet and I will quite often talk about things that maybe other people are thinking but don't want to say so during lockdown a lot of the time I would be saying I hate to say it but I'm actually really enjoying myself <laughs> I'm actually having a good time this is horrible but I just wanted people to know that it's okay if actually you have little pockets of joy throughout the day and you actually feel good about some of the circumstances even though the grander you know the wider picture is horrible but it's okay to find pleasure here and there so I like to talk about things that stir up emotions it could be that you have a bit of the shock factor so you could have like some statistics that really surprise people about your industry um, like I say, anything that stirs up an emotion is really good for your content and you'll find that makes people want to engage, it makes them want to stick around and follow you um, and see what else you have to offer. 
also creating content that is informative and helpful so I think it's good to have a balance between content that stirs up an emotion and then content that also is informative as well because strikes that balance of um, people seeing that you're human and that they can connect with you on an emotional level but also shows that you know what you're talking about so again that is going to encourage them to stick around and actually actively check out your page because you are creating stuff that is obvious to them so um for example the tiktok um pasta thing that went viral a few months ago which was just put cherry tomatoes in the oven with a block of feta cheese and melt it and then stir pasta in and people went mad went mad for this recipe which it's just melted cheese guys that's all it is um but it was helpful because especially at a time where we're all kind of like frazzled and unable to function here was this very simple easy looking recipe and the world went wild for it so that's an example of a kind of fun but very specific hack if you know a hack that nobody else knows or even not that nobody else knows it's just a little known hack you'll see a lot of reels and tiktok um, videos just now about like instagram hacks so like here's an instagram hack you didn't know um, about how to like change the font on your story or all that kind of stuff might not you don't need to be the only person in the world that knows this hack it's just that you are creating content to highlight it and you can also like helpful content is also or informative content can be related to breaking news so if you are kind of delivering something that maybe is like big in your industry so like statistics or studies or um, new um, government legislation that affects people in your industry Um, if you follow simple politics if you're in the UK and you follow simple politics on Instagram I know so many people that get all their like me included get all their political updates from that Instagram account because they break everything down into bullet points and just make it really simple hence the name and digestible for people to understand and it is it's so helpful they just they just watch the news and break it down it's brilliant so you could do something like that take something complicated and break it down into a carousel post on instagram or you could um put it into a a twitter thread or a facebook post or if you're on tiktok it could be a video there's so many different ways that you can do it Um, And another way to create um, content that's informative um, or helpful is to kind of debunk a a myth. Uh, And Vix Meldrew of Grow and Glow, she is really good at that. So she will kind of comment on the things that other Instagram experts are saying. And she will say whether she thinks it's true or not. And she'll she'll kind of debunk myths. She's a really good um, example of how to do that. Another way to grow your online platform is to be sociable on your social media. So it's not, you know, scheduling tools are great for planning ahead, but they're not a substitute for actually engaging with people on the apps. So on Twitter, I will schedule, or I actually have somebody scheduling um, tweets for me now. They will schedule my um, podcast tweets so that... Um, I don't have to remember to do that when the new episode comes out. And then I'll just go on to Twitter 
in between that and I'll post regular updates but I'll also talk to people so I'll comment on other people's tweets, I'll retweet other stuff as well and just engage with people. Same on Instagram, you can schedule all your posts and your captions um, but make sure you go on and you're actually in the comments talking to people and responding. If somebody takes the time to comment on a post of yours, make sure you respond um, or go, go to their um, profile as well and comment on one, one of their posts. But make it genuine, you know, actually showing that there is a real person behind the app that is living and breathing and talking and having conversations with people is just it's just so nice. Uh, there's so many people that I have worked with or bought stuff off purely because they comment on my stuff on Instagram so they're just always in the back of my mind because I know that they exist. So that's a really good way to grow your platform is just to be helpful and talk, actually talk to people. Um, another thing you can do is to tag other users. So if you see something that you know somebody would like you could tag them say hey I think you would like this post or you can DM them say oh you might like this or you can share their content if you see somebody doing something really cool or really helpful then share it and tag them just a really good way because then they might share your stuff and vice versa just what goes around comes around it's really just nice to be sociable don't always be out there just to try and get stuff for you try and be helpful to other people as well and you can when you're in um when you're talking to people and if you maybe pop them a dm to have a chat don't try not to make it all about business like if you think oh i think that i think i could sell something to them don't lead with that just just lead with hi <laughs> i like your page or um i love that jumper you had on today like I, please just have a genuine conversation with someone there's nothing worse than somebody sliding into your dms and telling you that they've got an opportunity for you it's just not it's not cool it's just red flags but it's just not not cool so talk to people like they're they're human um and show your uh, this is i think it has something that's really helped me grow my platform is being honest online and showing my mistakes and showing my failures and showing my vulnerable side so <clears throat> showing them like when my first book came out, I was like, I was like, get my promo head on. I was like, I'm going to get some postcards printed with my book cover on. So I went on printed.com, uploaded my file and then they came <laughs> and it was like a, a white postcard and the picture of my book was the size, size of a thumbnail right in the, <laughs> in the middle totally messed them up um but I thought it was so funny that I was like I had to share it on social media so little things like that are just so good for um connecting with people and what what I found is a lot of people find my work literally through word of mouth recommendations so somebody will say oh I told my friend about your page because she looked she's wanting to get into freelancing or I showed my friend your page because or I showed her your blog because um they are really struggling with their mental health and I didn't know what to say so I thought they could read your they could read your blogs and it might help them. So don't think that all your um, sharing comes from literally just online. It does come from word of mouth as well and I think building that human connection, showing your vulnerable side, showing your mistakes, your mess, you know, how you've messed up. I think that all goes to making you a bit more memorable as a business in people's minds. So you don't it's not don't worry it's not showing that you're inadequate and that you're not good at your job you're just human it's it's fine 
Another good thing to show on your platforms is how you got here. So what's your backstory? Why did you start your side hustle? Why did you start your freelancing business? What's your career history? That's a really good thing to share with people. You hook people in as well because then they feel invested and they want to know, oh, is, is their business going to take off? How's it going to go? So sharing your how you got here story is really good. And sharing your why. So what is it that you actually, what's the what's the greater impact of your business so I spoke about this a couple of weeks ago about the fact that I feel kind of reinvigorated in my business because I now feel like I'm on a mission to help people get writing it's not necessarily all just about me writing it's about helping other people to write and that's my why and sharing that online sharing my passion for that has really I think it's really shone through over the last six months or so. I've actually had DMs from people saying, you look like you're having such a good time. You look like you're really in your element with all this writing stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I really am. And I know that creates a buzz and that that has grown my platform. I know it has because people come to my page and they can see that I'm excited about what I do. So if you bring that energy and you connect to a bigger picture of why you have started your business and what you want to achieve then that really shines through so that's all for today's episode um bit of a short one but i'll be honest i'm tired um <laughs> the the old pandemic has taken it out of me so i'm gonna clock off for today and if you are interested in learning more about growing your social media or building your freelance career in general, then definitely pick up Out of Office. The book is available everywhere now. It's available on audiobook and on Kindle. And it gives you loads of practical advice and no-nonsense tips on how to build your freelance business and how to thrive in self-employment. And I would love for you to read it. So that's all from me. I will see you next week. Bye.